0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and welcome to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. I'm Rachel Spencer, and today I'm going to be talking about how publicity can help your pet business. So first of all, what is publicity? So publicity is notice or attention given to someone or something by the media. And that's what the definition is in the Oxford English Dictionary. So today, what I'm going to be talking about are different places where you can get publicity um, and how you can go about it. And I'm also going to be giving you some examples of businesses that I've worked with who've had publicity and how it has been of benefit to them. So first of all, where can you get publicity? So publicity, in my opinion, is media coverage in newspapers, in magazines, on the TV or on the radio, um, online, so on news websites, that might be a large website like Mail Online, or it could be like a hyper-lo- hyper-local website like Altrincham today Um, and it's also, um, publicity also covers influencers and blogs and podcasts as well so that's new media. Okay so first of all just to tell you a little bit about me, I'm Rachel Spencer and I am a freelance journalist, I've been a journalist for 20 years and I've been writing mostly for national newspapers in the UK, women's magazines and also websites as well like Buzzfeed. Um, I write mostly about the pet industry, and I've been writing about the pet industry for the past, probably about the past seven years. Um, Before that, I wrote um, features, so I used to write lots of real-life stories and that kind of thing. And then, on top of that, three years ago, I set up my own pet blog called thepoolpost.co.uk, so I've worked as a blogger as well. Um, So I hope I can give you a really rounded view of what media coverage is and give you lots of advice, depending on what kind of outlet you would like to pitch to. So for the first podcast, what I'm going to do is talk about media coverage because quite often I find when I'm working with pet businesses, they do lots of work on social media. They may have a website or they may have newsletters and that kind of thing where they communicate with their audience. Um, And they sometimes can think of media coverage as being a really big, scary thing that seems very daunting and seems kind of quite far out of their reach. The message that I've got for you is that that is not the case. Um, Over the last, I'd say, Seven years, I've written about hundreds, maybe even into the thousands of pet businesses. Um, The great thing about pet having a pet business is you've got lots of stories you're obviously working with animals and people love hearing about animals and you've got lots of kind of heartwarming human interest stories around you and what you do whether that's a product or a service-based industry and what I'd also like you to do is maybe go and take a look um, at the newspapers and magazines that you might find in your local coffee shops or you know on the newsstand and have a look through them and see how many stories you'll see in there about animals and I hope that that will reassure you that people there really is a big market for stories if you have a pet business. So the things that usually stop people from pitching stories about their pet pet business is that they think that people might not be interested in what the, it is that they've got to say. They might think that they need a PR company to pitch in a story or to write a press release for them. Or they might think, that it's another thing on the never ending to-do list that we have as business owners. And I completely get that as a business owner myself, it does feel like you're on a treadmill sometimes that never stops. Again, the great thing about having publicity is it's not something that you've got to work on every day. So it isn't like maybe like your Facebook page or your Instagram page, where you feel like you need to be feeding it with content every day quite often with the businesses that I work with, they will have publicity or they will pitch a story to the media maybe a few times a year, but that will work for them year in, year out. So rather than, you know, maybe sitting down and spending hours planning your social media or coming up with graphics and posts with publicity, you have an idea, you write a pitch, you might write a press release, you send it off, you might send off your photos, you might have a photo shoot or a video shoot, and then you just carry on with running your business. It's not something that eats into your time very much, as lots of other of your marketing activity will do. And the great thing is that publicity fits right into the rest of your marketing mix and helps people know about who you are and what you do. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through five different benefits that you will get from having publicity. And I'm going to speak about some of the people who I've worked with and how it's benefited them so you can have some real life examples as well. If you have any questions or if there's anything on this podcast that you don't understand, there's a few ways you can communicate with me. You can join my Facebook group, which is Publicity Tips for Pet Businesses, or you can email me as well and you'll find all my contact details at the end of this podcast. You can also reach out to me on social media, which is Rachel Spencer UK on all social media platforms. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is how publicity can increase your visibility. And by that, I mean it means... Having publicity will mean that more people know who about who you are, your business and what it is that you do. So we hear lots about visibility and people have got lots of different perceptions of what visibility is. I talked before about social media, um, about email marketing, about maybe content that you might have on your website, or you might have printed newsletters um, that you send out or maybe leave in vet surgeries, in groomers, that kind of thing. So that's that's visibility as well. But publicity is also, it's visibility on a slightly different level. So by that I mean if you're visible in a newspaper, so for example, like the Mail Online, you are potentially you've got a potential reach there of forty million people all over the world. So that's massive, massive visibility. Where if you post something on your Facebook page, you might reach you might reach a hundred people, re- people, you might reach a thousand people, you might reach a million people, because you can see those analytics on Facebook, can't you? But if you're reaching people um, through a newspaper or a news website, you've got that, that reach is just amplified massively. So if your pet business features on like the Mail Online, for example, then you're potentially reaching 40 million people all over the world. So while we're talking about visibility, we're going to talk about one of my clients, Kim, who is a, she is a pet product uh, maker and her business is Leo, Charlie and Me. And Kim worked with me because she'd just set up her business. She'd been working as a school nurse um, and then she'd retired um, due to health grounds. And she decided to set up her pet business, making collars, leads and other accessories for pets um, because her dog, Charlie, a Cocker Spaniel, Charlie's a girl and everybody used to think that Charlie was a boy. So she wanted to make some nice and pretty pet accessories. So people would know that Charlie was a girl. So after she started making these lovely accessories, people started asking her to make things for their dogs. And then this kind of snowballed into a business for Kim. So it was fantastic. So when Kim first came to me, she um, she had her social media pages up and running. She'd been going out and she'd been doing a few like local shows and going to dog events and that kind of thing. She had a website, but as there are so many pet accessory websites, so many people making handmade pet uh, leads, collars, bandanas like Kim was doing, it's really, really hard to kind of stand out from the many hundreds of other people who are doing the same thing. So that's what she came to me for. She wanted to be more visible. So Kim did my publicity for pet businesses program. She came out with loads and loads of different story ideas through that program. Um, We wrote lots of, we worked together on lots of different stories. So one of them um, was about how she started a business, where the idea came from, um, and the little story that I told you about Charlie, um, and that's how come she decided to start making pet products. One of them was about how her Labrador Leo had been to a doggy boot camp because he suffered with anxiety. So that went into a... a, a story about pets and mental health. There was another story that we did about Leo being a life-saving Labrador. So Leo, her Labrador, um, had helped Kim when she was poorly and helped her get back on her feet, made her go back out again. So he was her life-saving Labrador. So that was another story that we did. And then the story that really kind of put Kim on the map was um, during the 2019 elections, she followed Boris Johnson's dog, Dylan, on Instagram. And she sent Dylan a Christmas pudding, bandana, collar and lead set as a present. It wasn't long after Boris Johnson and his girlfriend Carrie had adopted Dylan. So she decided to send him a present, which was very sweet. She sent it off to um, 10 Downing Street and then Dylan started wearing this bandana. So it was fantastic. He was share. Uh, Carrie was sharing photos of him and Kim was then able to share them on her social media. Um, she had lots of like loads and loads of lovely responses everyone thought dylan looked really cute and then her story was picked up by a news agency so she'd gone from being um, a school nurse to setting up a little business in her in her back bedroom and then her products were being worn by the most photographed dog in the uk dylan actually wore her product the christmas pudding bandana on election day so it was picked up by a news agency and she went on to daily mail online which was fantastic as i mentioned before it you reach there is around 40 million people worldwide. So she had an international audience as well as the UK. So I asked him what the impact of that was. So we, this was looking at her sales from November last year to February this year. So November 2019 to February 2020. And she said that that led to a 700% increase in sales and huge, huge traffic to her website she had traffic from all over the world she had clients from all over the world and that was because her visibility had ramped up massively but also because her her products were being used on such a famous dog so she actually sent bandanas and collars with the same print on to people in america she sent them to all kinds of people all over the world because they fell in love with this product that she created so Kim said she went from sitting in a spare room wondering how on earth to get people to visit her website because it wasn't ranking on any search engines to having all of these orders and literally having to work through Christmas sitting at a sewing machine um, because of visibility had just gone through the roof. So that's one benefit that you can have from having publicity and being featured in newspapers, magazines, websites. Um, it really is quite powerful. So that was Kim's story. So the second benefit of having publicity is it can position you as an expert and I'm going to talk about another lady who has worked with me recently called Karen Karen Boyce who is the owner of Beastly Thoughts dog training. So Karen lives over in Shrewsbury and last year Karen went to Crufts and she competed at Crufts and she won at Crufts which is fantastic. So Karen is in my Facebook community and When Crufts had happened, I thought, you know, actually, it would be a really great idea for the people in my community to send out a pitch or a press release about appearing at Crufts. So I've worked on local papers myself over the years, and I thought it would be a great feature idea for a local newspaper to write about somebody doing well from their area. People love to hear about people from their area doing well. So I wrote out a pitch and a press release template for all of the people in my Facebook group so they could use it and send it off um, to talk about, you know, what they'd what they'd achieved at Crufts. So um, so Karen filled... In the, She followed the template, she did the press release, and she sent it off to her local newspaper over in Shrewsbury, and she had three front pages and a few other articles about Crofts. So that was fantastic. That was really good for her visibility. And then a few months later, Karen, Karen was um, nominated for and won an Animal Star Award. So after she won this award, she wanted to do another press release to celebrate. Again, it was for her local newspaper to celebrate how um, a dog trainer from that local area had won a national award so it was really prestigious for her she was over the moon and she wanted to write a press release so we wrote a press release together it went into her local papers that was fantastic then earlier this year because of all this enhanced visibility that she's had and people know her name she's the kind of name that's on the tip of everybody's tongues when they're looking for a dog trainer in her area she actually got in this fabulous situation where she had 54 puppies booked in for her puppy classes so that's fantastic um She had to put on eight different classes because she had such a big demand for all these puppies that needed training, which is brilliant. Um, So she decided to do a press release about how she was the most popular puppy trainer in her area, which again is leading to more and more and more people knowing about who she is. So she's positioned herself by the corrupt by the cross press release, by the award-winning press release, by talking about her own personal story, about how she became a dog trainer and the kind of dogs that she tries to help. She's positioned herself as an expert and she now has this extra publicity talking about how she is the go-to person to train a puppy in her local area. That's absolutely fantastic, again, for her visibility. If somebody is looking for a dog trainer in Shrewsbury and they put those search terms into Google, it's going to take you straight to Karen and she's going to have all of this lovely social proof, um, all of this all of these articles that people can read about her. They can read about the awards that she's won. They can read about her at Crufts and they can read about the fact that she's got this fantastic situation where she is the most um, popular dog walker in her area. Sorry, dog trainer in her area. So well done, Karen. She's done fantastically there. So she really has taken the bull by the horns there and really gone for it when it's come to getting publicity. And she is massively reaping the benefits as well. So touched on this a little bit in Karen's example, But the other thing having media coverage can do is it can help you stand out from the crowd. So what I'd like to do, what I'd like you to do is think about what happens when you're looking for somebody to help you in a certain situation. So if I use myself as an example, I recently moved to Newcastle. I used to live in Cheshire and... Right now, I need to have recommendations for kind of all kinds of different things. So it might be a dog walker or it might be um, somewhere to take my car to get MOT'd. So quite often, I will go to Facebook and say, Can anybody help me with a place to take my car for an MOT in Gosforth, which is where I live? What usually happens when you do this, when you go on social media and you ask for recommendations, is different names will pop up. So if I said, You know, I'm looking for a dog walker in Newcastle, people would maybe recommend maybe 10 different dog walkers. What I might do then is I might have a look at the the name that keeps coming up the most, maybe whittle it down to three names that keep coming up the most, then I would go to Google. I don't know if you would do the same, but when I speak to um, friends and colleagues and that kind of thing, they generally say that that's a pattern that they follow too when they're looking for somebody to work with. So the next benefit of having publicity is that it can help you stand out from the crowd. So I'm going to talk about another dog trainer who I uh, who I've worked with called Dominic Hodgson and he's a dog trainer in Newcastle. So Dominic has written several books um, and I've worked with him to promote his books so one of them is uh, Worry-Free Walks another one is called The Perfect Puppy Project and he's also written a book called How to Be Your Dog's Superhero so straight away he's got that great social proof that great credibility because he's written books if you're looking for a dog trainer there's lots of dog trainers out there but if your dog trainer has written books about how to train your dog then I think that that kind of elevates them and helps them rise above the competition in that respect alone. So when I worked with Dominic, we worked on lots of different stories. Some of them were centered around his book. Um, He also did a tour de rescue where he went on a cycling tour all over the Northeast and down to Wales um, and Derbyshire. And he went around lots of different rescues. So we did some stories about that as well. So what happens is when you put Dominic Hodgson and Dog Trainer into Google, or when you put in Dog Trainer or Newcastle into Google, you keep seeing lots of great stories about what he's done. His name keeps coming up, particularly if you put in Dog Trainer Newcastle. So you keep seeing his name, you keep seeing this great social proof, you keep reading these stories where he is, you know, standing out from the crowd, he is being the expert. So if you were the dog owner and you're looking for a dog trainer to work with are you going to choose and you're given three examples are you going to go for the one who's really standing out from the crowd who is the expert in his area who is talking about and giving writing books and giving dog owners you know easy to follow easy to digest advice that they can maybe go through in their own home it's really really helping him stand out from the crowd isn't it So when I speak to Dominic, um, I've interviewed him before for my for my pet blog, um, and I ask people, you know, ask him where people can find him. He always says. I'm all over Google, which is great. We all want to be all over Google, don't we? So if you put his name into Google or if you put in what he does into Google, he really, really stands out from the competition. So that's another benefit of having publicity. It really helps you stand out from the competition, helps you rise above the froth of all the other pet professionals or pet product makers who might do the same as what you do. You really set yourself out from the competition. The other thing that publicity does is it works for your business 24 seven. So I touched on this a little bit in the introduction, one of the things that we all found as business owners is there are so many things that we need to do, but there are only so many hours in the day. So what happens with publicity is it's not like Facebook or, or emailing or writing your blog or Twitter or Instagram, where you have to keep creating new, fresh content. If you've got media coverage, it sits there on the internet or it sits there in a magazine and it's there forever. So... If, for example, you we use Dominic as an example, we, use, we Google, um, you know, Dominic Hodgson dog trainer, you'll find articles from like 2015 that he might have featured in, from 2017 that he might have featured in, but they're sitting there working for him forever. So if, for example, we talk about his worry-free walks, if people put those things into a search engine, they will find Dominic's articles and they would maybe find his book. So it's sitting there working for him forever. He's not having to keep... Posting Facebook posts saying, you know, I've got this worry-free walks book. What, what worries you on your walk? That kind of thing. That piece of content, that publicity is working for him forever. It's coming up in search engines and you don't have to keep refreshing it over and over. It's just there. It's evergreen content. So it's there for you forever. So that's another benefit. Um, the fact that publicity works for you 24-7, 365 days a year. That that piece of publicity, that newspaper article, that interview that you've done is there working for you now. Quite often, it might only take you, you know, it might take you half an hour to write a pitch to a journalist. Then you might have a twenty-minute conversation on the phone with them. Then you might send them some photos. So that if we add that up, that might have taken an hour of your time, and that publicity will work for you for years and years and years. So I hope you can see the real benefit of pushing yourself a little bit further and, you know, going and pitching to journalists because for the amount of time that you put in compared to the amount of, the amount of benefits you get from it, it really, really is outstanding. So the other thing that publicity does is it helps build trust um, and it helps you to be seen as a credible person in whatever it is that you do, particularly with the walkers, the groomers, the trainers, you want to have that trust with your clients, don't you? Now, I'm um, I'm not a millennial. I'm in my 40s. Um, so I was um, working before, you know, the internet was quite so big. I've worked as a journalist before social media. Um, and I, you know, I work with lots of people who are more experienced and who aren't millennials. Um, and I also deal with lots of people who want to attract clients who aren't always on their phone. So I know obviously we've got millennial clients who spend a lot of time on their phone. So they might prefer using an app like Rover to book their dog sitter rather than have a relationship with a pet sitter who they know really well, who they, you know, they have the personal phone number for, who they see maybe once a week. So we're all working, we all have different kinds of audiences, but one thing that publicity will really help me do is build trust with your clients. So people see people who have been in a newspaper or a magazine or on a website, they see that as an it's enhanced credibility. It's it enhances their credibility. There's a bit of a feeling that journalists don't write about everybody. They only write about people who, you know, people who are special, people who are very experienced, people who are very knowledgeable, people who are experts in their field, as I've talked about earlier in this podcast. So if I look at my mum, for example, she would trust somebody who she'd read about in the Warrington Guardian or in Village Life she lives over in Warrington, that's a little um, weekly magazine, it's a monthly free magazine that she can read so she would perhaps trust somebody who she'd read about in the local newspaper more than somebody who she'd never heard of before or who um, you know, who she might have only just seen a seen a business card um, or a Facebook post from. She would really trust in that person she'd read about in the Warrington Guardian because she would have a feeling that if they were featured in the newspaper, they must be good at what they do and they must be trustworthy and capable of looking after my pet. Um, The other thing to think about as well is when you look at a journalist writing about you, it's not like you're writing about yourself. It's a third person writing about you. So it helps build that that credibility and that trust. So you could sit there and write about how wonderful your dog walks are or how great your cat visits are until the cows come home. But if you've got that third person coming along and writing about you and writing about what you do and how you help people and the solutions that you provide and the problems that you solve, then that enhances your credibility. So the final thing I'm going to mention to you is that having publicity and having media coverage can give you confidence as well. And that's something that all of us can really benefit from, I find. Um, I'm talking to you on this podcast. You might think if I'm doing a podcast or I'm working in the media, I'm a very confident person. I can tell you now that I am not the most confident person in the world. And a lot of the people who I work with, that's can be something that they really struggle with being confident putting yourself out there and being you being quite vulnerable you're putting yourself into a newspaper or on the tv or on the radio it is it's scary it's out of your comfort zone you do feel vulnerable you're really putting your head above the parapet and you're saying you know this is me this is what i stand for um, and people can people can judge people can comment people can have an opinion you're really putting yourself out there and it can be scary However, the benefit of putting yourself out there from being on, being in the media, in a newspaper, on TV or on the radio, really is fantastic. And I think that once people have done that for the first time, it really just help build their confidence. So I'm going to talk about a lady called Carol Ashworth, who runs the Walkabout Dog Training Academy. So Carol is over in the New Forest in Hampshire, and she's been a dog trainer for 30 years. So she you know if there's some if there's anything about dog training that she doesn't know I don't figure it's really worth knowing but she really is fantastic she's obviously very experienced she's worked with thousands of dogs over the years so she really does know what she's doing So Carol came on my last publicity for pet businesses program. um, And one of the the ideas that she had was to set up a, she works with a lot of dog field owners and she wanted to set up a memorial garden where people could go and plant a tree in memory of their dog. So when their dogs passed away um, and they might go and visit the field with a new dog, they can go and sit by the tree or spend time there and remember the dog that they loved and lost. So I thought it's a lovely, lovely idea. Great idea for a story. So at the same time, the Woodland Trust were doing a campaign where they were encouraging people to plant trees to help um, help the environment. Um, so Carol had mentioned her idea and she'd also mentioned the Woodland Trust campaign. So we were like, OK, what can we do with this? So we got in touch with the Woodland Trust and I, I, I emailed them, Carol got in touch with them too, and I said, we've we've seen that you've got this campaign about planting trees. Um, we've got this great idea about how people are planting trees in memory of dogs that they've loved and lost. Um, and would you be interested in working together on it? And could you possibly give us a quote for Carol to use in her press release? So it makes a really, really lovely story. Anyway, the Woodland Trust absolutely loved this story as well. They arranged for ITV to come down and to film Carol and her colleagues planting trees in the dog field and to talk about the initiative how they were planting trees in memory of dogs they'd loved and lost, and how it was helping the Woodland Trust plant more trees um, and to, you know, do their bit to improve the environment. So it was a really, really lovely story. Um, It looked fantastic on TV, really engaging, the kind of thing that people talk about, which is what journalists really want when it comes to stories. Um, And it was fantastic for Carol. So I spoke to Carol about this afterwards and asked her about what the impact of... Of that was so. First of all, it increased the visibility. Just as I said with Kim, it made her more visible in her local area. She, you know, she's a dog trainer who's not only trained thousands of dogs over thirty years, but she's also been on the telly. So that's fantastic. Um, it gave her confidence, and Carol said that that really was a really big thing for her. Even though she's been working as a dog trainer for many years, she's very established. It gave her confidence, and it validated what it is that she does. And since then, since she's had this publicity on ITV, she's had other people come to her. um, Other people are involved in initiatives in the New Forest. So over in the New Forest, where Carol is in Hampshire, um, there's lots of initiatives where people are trying to be encouraged to spend time in the New Forest, to have activities there. So other organisations who are trying to promote the New Forest and promote people using it are now coming to Carol to find out what, you know, to basically brainstorm with her and to come up with ideas for initiatives to bring people to the forest and to involve their dogs there as well so it's a fantastic validation that carol has had it's really has you know done all of the other things that i've talked about in this podcast it's working for a 24-7 it's helping us stand out from the crowd it's building trust in her it's increasing her visibility it's positioning her as an expert but she's also got this great validation that she's had from having publicity and it's really boosted her confidence as well she's making these brilliant connections and she really is you know standing out as the dog trainer to go to in her local area so i've talked about lots of different things there i hope you've kept up um, and if you would like to be able to read through what I've talked about today and digest it a little bit more in your own time, then if you have a look at the show notes from this episode, you can do so there. Um, I hope you can see how having publicity can help your pet business. And what I'd really like to stress to you is you don't need to hire a PR company. Um, There's lots of things that you can do on your own, just like Carol and Kim and Dominic and Karen, who I've talked about in this episode, have done a lot of the stuff that they've done. They've actually just gone and done on their own. They've had a little bit of support from me, but they've gone and done it on their own. So they found the journalists have gone and pitched to them and they've done it all off their own bat they don't have PR training they don't have comms training they've just gone and done it themselves so you don't need to know any more than how to literally send an email to do this kind of thing um so the other thing that I think might be helpful for you is if you're thinking of um thinking of pitching or maybe putting together a press release is that I have some free resources on my website. So the first thing that I have is I have a free te- a free press release template. So it's a physical document that you can download. It comes in a PDF form and it tells you how to write a press release. So what you can do is you can go to the show notes from this episode and in there will be a link where you can download a press release template and that will walk you through exactly what you need to do to write your press release. And um, Along with that as well, I will also send you a series of emails with lots of examples um, of how to come up with story ideas, how to use use the press release template so you get the best out of it. Um, and there's also other blogs and written material on my website which will help you as well if you're thinking of pitching pitching to the media. So just to conclude, um, I hope you've hope you understand now a little bit more about how press coverage can help your pet business and how media coverage is attainable and is something that you can go out and do Um, if you would like to learn any more or if you'd like to ask me any questions you can send me a message on social media another thing that you can do is join my free facebook group as well which is publicity tips for pet businesses and there'll be a link for that in the show notes as well so thank you for listening and i will speak to you soon thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.